BetOnlineAthens.com and the Athens Banner Herald. This is the Georgia Bulldogs podcast. Bulldogs Extra. Now, Mark Weiser and Ryan Dennis. Hey, welcome in. It's the Bulldogs Extra podcast from OnlineAthens.com and the Athens Banner Herald. Long time no podcast. Uh, Mark Weiser here, BJ Beat Writer with Ryan Dennis, sports editor of the Banner Herald. And we are back as football cranks up next week in, well, not really. I was going to say, is that the official They're not playing games, but the unofficial official kickoff with SEC Media Days in Hoover, Alabama. I will be there. Ryan will be watching on TV, I presume. Yeah. Yeah. Probably tune in. Ryan for a will be twi- uh, texting me juicy quotes that uh, some commentator says or a player says that I am unaware of that they just do a little yeah, side I interview. <laughs> I, I doubt there'll be anything more than. Uh, I know, know. By the way, I, I did call Ryan the sports editor. Actually, not his title. He is the barbecue connoisseur oh, for the Banner goodness. Herald. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but he wrote a series of stories about barbecue in the uh, Georgia area the southeast so uh ryan as i go to alabama next week where do i need to stop to get my barbecue i don't know if you ever heard of dreamland barbecue but no isn't isn't that like the conventional wisdom answer and then there's people that don't think that's the best well see technically alabama's not in our uh in our southeast network so i really not a expert on on alabama so to speak but um you know the thing about being put on a barbecue project for the company is that uh you know you try to diet a little bit and all you can think about is barbecue, and then you get an urge to, you know, go to one of our fine establishments Wait, here no, what's, in, in what's, Athens. What, what's the uh, breakfast burrito barbecue? Tamez barbecue. And yeah. what, what's in there? Well, you know, you get a a, a brisket oh. on a, on a taco oh. for breakfast. You know, they have a good. Why they didn't have, you bring that they in? Have this a good morning. lunch. We're, we're, we are recording this Thursday morning without any uh, barbecue brisket uh, burrito. Know, my stomach's real. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> Ryan just just stepped to, away from the microphone to to fix the console. Had to uh, had to turn up the uh, microphone volume just a little bit. But um, yeah, man, been doing a lot of a lot of barbecue, and uh, I think you know soon we're gonna have a kind of a where to where to hit you know barbecue joints if you're traveling through the southeastern conference type of deal. Oh, or at least uh, you know if you're going to, from here to Charlotte, maybe where you should stop along the way, that type of stuff. All right, so if I am going to a game in Starkville, I will know where to hit. Yeah, Bubba G's is a, is a good place. Um, I made that up, but doesn't that sound like a barbecue joint? I mean, if you were gonna sure, if you were gonna stop at a, a place, you know, uh, doing some of this research, there's a place north of Atlanta called Fat Matt's Rib Shack. I mean, doesn't that sound like a place you'd want to stop in? Yeah, some guy named Fat Mac slinging slinging salsa on the ribs. All right, we will be talking um, uh, about food, I guess, and uh, we'll talk about everything that we missed in our three plus weeks. I was on vacation. I don't know if Ryan took probably some extended weekends. Mm-hmm. Probably just blew off work a day or two. <laughs> yeah, that's not a that's <laughs> no. Not a he good way he, to put it. he did not do that. Believe me, you can just check uh, online Athens for all the uh, content he's cranked out. Um, speaking of content, Ryan was ready this morning to pop up a story about. Uh, Chris Kirk, who is uh, playing in the British Open. Athens resident. Yeah. And was on the up pretty high up the leaderboard. But by the time Ryan got a chance to, to maybe <laughs> write that, he dropped down and I texted him and said, you know what? Uh, he's tied for 13th. So uh, he's going to maybe hold on to that and wait till he rises up again. Yeah, you know, if he comes out tomorrow, though, he is going off later in the day tomorrow. So uh, it might take him a while to... 
you know, chop back up the leaderboard there because there's still a lot of people to go today on the on the leaderboard. Which, speaking of, if we're going to talk about University of Georgia alums, how about Brian Harmon, little lefty uh, at second, tied for second with uh, the well-known Jordan Spieth at the moment, one behind Louis Oosthuizen former British Open champion. I mean, I'll always mention this. I'm sure Brian doesn't, but uh, former podcast guest uh, probably five years ago by now. Um, so Who, Brian Harmon? Yeah. Did he sit here in the studio? Oh, we didn't really have we, a studio. We didn't have there. a studio. Yeah, that's right. No, I don't know where he was. He was sitting somewhere probably in a, in a hotel room on the PGA Tour uh, waiting to play that week. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, in any event, uh, so a quick quick question before we dive into football and all the other yeah. uh, Bulldog sports is that wh- where does the British Open rank to you if you had to put them in the four uh, majors? Uh, obviously, I'm going to go with the Masters first. Of course. So I think I think here's how, here's how you do it. Masters number one, without a doubt. I think PGA Championships four, without a doubt, right? Well, I mean, so I would, what's the two what? in the Here, Here's what I'm going to uh, – well, maybe they still are, but I think moving it on the schedule like they have, um, it's more relevant now because – you know, it was so? it, it was a slam dunk last of the four, and it still might be fourth. But you know, it's before the British Open, so it's not like you're forgetting about kind of golf by August when you're focused on football and all that. Yeah, um, it's played earlier now, right? So, well, yeah, I always like the how they would pair the three you know championship winners together. So you had the Masters winner, the you talking about in, in, US, a, gr- in a group, in, in a group, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the PGA Championship, and I guess they still do that. It just has to be a a different way they wrap it around, you know? So yeah. now this year's U.S. Open and British are paired with next year's Masters. I mean, the U.S. Open's ahead of the British for me. You and think then, so? And then, and I, then, might, then, I might flip that. Well, I mean, the British obviously has the history and, uh, you know, the, the roots of golf uh, from there. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it is kind of cool if you happen to stumble uh, awake at four in the morning and you're like, oh, yeah, I can check the scores. <laughs> or stumble in at four in the morning. Hey. Yeah, yeah either, either of those. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I mean, it, it is kind of nice that, what is it, like two o'clock on Sunday, you, you can watch the, it's over and you can, you know, yeah, I definitely, go cut uh, your, go mow your lawn or whatever. I like it, getting up on a Sunday and uh, having some coffee and starting to watch about 8 a.m., you know, the, uh, the final group's about to tee off. And, uh, you know, hopefully. There's like a Georgia player, you know, with a shot. Seems like a couple of years ago was it? Uh, was it? Uh, uh, Why well, I got I got Chris Kirk on my head. Uh, Kevin Kisner seemed like he was, you know, playing for the for the finals uh, there with uh, maybe that year that Spieth and Kuchar was battling out. Anyway, look, um, Kirk is already done, but Russell Henley hadn't even teed off yet, so there's a lot of golf still. Uh, to to play. Um, all right, we talked about media days. Uh, Next week in Hoover, Alabama, they're back. They weren't here last year because of the pandemic. They didn't even do a virtual deal. So Kirby Smart Tuesday, along with the guys that, you know, all the beat writers pretty much kind of guessing who it would be. And we all pretty much nailed it, I guess. I mean, there was some thought that maybe Jamal Rissalier might be going, but it will be JT Daniels and Jordan Davis. Ryan, what do you uh, want to hear them say? What what question should somebody ask? I don't know if it'll be me. Is this the year y'all win it all? Oh. You don't think they'll hear that one, do you? Well, they, yeah, that'll be something that you hear every year from every. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, it'd be it'd be good to hear from from JT Daniels on, uh, you know, just where the team is at and all, where he, uh, the connection he feels, especially you know, without a, without George Pickens out there, you know, because that was a guy last year. He was like. If it's a 50-50 ball with George and a defensive back, it's a 70-30 ball basically with George up there. So you don't have George this year. So 
you know, see how he's working with uh, with other receivers. I let me think let is, me hear JT talk about Eric Gilbert. That'd be good. Right. Yeah. That'd be uh, that'd be. I mean, have they formed a bond yet? I'm sure they've been throwing on the side. Well, Eric wasn't around when they went out to. Uh, he hadn't even committed to Georgia yet, or whatever. You no, but call we it. haven't talked to when Daniels. they went out to, to yeah, yeah. California. I mean, Daniels hasn't done like you know the formal media media thing since the, the G Day game. Uh, what's he going to wear though? I mean, this is a guy that uh, he's, a, he's got he's, style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what are you expecting? Some shades? Uh, I mean, will he rock a turtleneck in the in the oh, summer? Yeah. You know, will he have that in a blazer or something? I don't, I don't know. know. He's a he's a California stylish cat there. Um, Jordan Davis is just a fun guy to be around. So his personality will be seen by uh, everyone on the SEC network and um, in the ballroom. I think it will be, a, you know, more of a reduced crowd because of uh, still some COVID protocols. I think I think I read about two thirds uh, instead of you know maybe two thirds less uh, or not less, but two thirds capacity. Uh, that's, not no- that's not a bad thing. What it normally would be, <laughs> uh, and I think you're going to see um, the players from what I read also in the uh, information the SEC sent out. Instead of getting those guys like placed on uh, tables in the corner of uh, the main ballroom, they will be up at the uh, main table like Kirby is. Um, you know, mm. just to, to, I guess, keep them from being crowded and, and maybe well, you don't want 20 of your hands in the, in the yeah, face. It, it might be more of a formal setting, I guess. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, who else are you looking forward to hearing from, uh, you know, in the sec with new coaches, uh, you, you know, how will Nick Saban spin winning a national championship? That's uh, a bad thing. <laughs> will he say this team can't be complacent? Uh, will he talk about, you know, having a new offensive coordinator, uh, you know, uh, O'Brien came in from the, the Texans. Um, what, what about Shane Beamer from South Carolina? Uh, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there's, there's Tennessee's got a new coach. Auburn's got a new coach. Uh, so um, will Dan Mullen uh, try to spin uh, being not looked at as, uh, you know, the East King? Because I don't know, that guy's a he's, a, he's a, he's a weird dude. You saw his surfing video or whatever the other day. Yeah, or, that, was, that uh, was fun. Yeah, I like that. Was it? Was it? Cause this guy is just out there, man. Hey, and you you got to go on the. Uh, you got to become viral. You got to get the attention of the recruits. But is that? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I guess uh, maybe some of them were thinking that's cool that he can do a three sixty on, on a surfboard. Aren't, aren't isn't Kirby and and Dan both out in uh, Lake Oconee over there? So. Yeah, maybe so. Doesn't doesn't Kirby always take the uh, the freshman down there? And they uh, he hadn't. Yeah, he had in the past. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't even know if they did that last year with COVID and all. But um, yeah, Dan Mullen's always a guy. I think you kind of want to hear the craziness. You know, there's always something he's trying to stick to Georgia for some reason. You know, even though uh, you know, I think he's only beat Georgia once, maybe as as a head coach. And you know, then he's always trying to stick it to him with having the announced crowd of. You know, thirty-two thousand four hundred seventy-five, or whatever. How many days it was since Georgia won the national championship last? And you know, he's a he's a guy that you know gets kind of puts his thumb in your side and is kind of annoying. Uh, the fans that usually crowd the Winfrey Hotel's lobby, uh, they're down there where there's an elevator, um, and then the coaches and players kind of arrive on you know whether it's an airport shuttle or, or whatever they're riding um they kind of sign autographs and they uh you know get crowded uh with, with cameras around them that will not happen this year those fans that are in the lobby will be uh i guess kept outside um you know another covid move i guess 
Um, is Radio Row going to be down? Radio Row is going to go, but I think it will be also, uh, there, there's a, a finite number of, uh, you know, they're not letting any, any anyone and everyone that, that wanted to, to do that uh, have a spot. Um, so I guess uh, there's always the Alabama fan that wears the uh, championship ring on his head, uh, like a you know large uh, ring, kind of like the cheese head thing. A couple of years ago, there was a, uh, a lady there with her Shih Tzu dog oh, that yeah. was, uh, you know, looked look like a tiger. Yeah, it was a lady. I think it was a guy. I don't know. It was a couple. Yeah. Well, I stopped him and talked to him for. Oh a yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I imagine some of those folks will still show up outside. But look, if you need an autograph in particular from J T. Daniels, I got it in my email yesterday. I didn't tweet it out or anything because I mm. I might have kind of been how, on, how much I might have been on the name, image, and likeness uh, over overdrive. Like it might have been too much for me because I, I just wrote a story on. Monday, I guess it was, at onlineathens.com. I kind of caught up on what was going on with uh, NIL since I was on vacation. On uh, Look, th- this took effect July 1st. And anyway, this email said that JT Daniels now has an official autograph partner, I guess it is. So uh, if you want his autograph, I guess it will have to be in one of his sanctioned events that he's going to be having. They didn't announce any events yet, but I imagine... Uh, look, Jay, George has got a home game on uh, the second week of the season. Uh, what time was that game? Is that three thirty? Maybe I can't remember. Can't remember. Maybe so. Maybe uh, maybe is that UAB. Yeah, I don't remember what time it is. Well, yeah, it is three thirty. Yeah, let's say it's a three thirty game. JT does his post game interview uh, with the media at seven ish. Uh, maybe about eight thirty. JT does a signing somewhere in Athens. So that might be uh, pretty in demand. So are the days of like, uh, you know, a kid going up to a player and going, hey, Mr. Daniels, can I have your autograph? And they go, in an hour and a half, kid, I'll uh, well, sign it for I imagine bucks. just, you know, the little I know about, like, I, I mean, it's not like I've, I've hung out with JT. Like we're not. I mean, any player, I guess. We're not playing golf or, or uh, he's not coming over for, to, for a barbecue. But um I would say that JT is the kind of guy that would sign a kid's autograph. Uh, he wouldn't agree. be like, talk, okay. to, talk to my uh, <laughs> my marketing rep. <laughs> exactly. uh, Daniels did sign with Dan Everett's, uh, Everett Sports Marketing out of Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I spoke to, to Everett, you know, for a story before July 1st, and uh, he was looking to sign, I think he said three to five, uh, you know, pretty much high profile players. He ended up signing two at this point. Uh, the other one is uh, the quarterback out of North Carolina. So, um, you know, Daniels is going to be the highest paid Georgia player in the NIL market unless somebody blows up in the first few weeks of the season. Um, but, you know, Kiaris Jackson and James Cook have a marketing guy. Um, Darnell Washington has a marketing guy. I spoke to, to their reps in that realm, that space. And uh, how about Brock Vandergriff? Didn't he, uh, weren't they taking those steps even before he left? So, what I understand from the Vandergriffs is they were kind of. They got stuff in the works, but they haven't announced it yet. So we'll see where that happens. Um, uh, and then there's there's several Georgia guys, including I think Pod Lesney, even I uh, can't remember who else, maybe Latavia Sprinay, um, that have uh, some stuff with uh, I think it's uh, is it Seven Six Apparel. Um, one of their offshoots uh, is is doing branding and T-shirts, and then. Kendall Milton and uh, he, he's done a bunch of things. So, mm-hmm. Ryan, how much? Uh, who do you want to get a cameo video from, and who do you want? What do you want them to say? Um, yeah. So, and how I, much? And how much are you willing to pay? Uh, yeah, not much. Um, but like you know, you got to think of this. Like, who would you get it for? So, let's say my uh, my dad's a big Georgia fan. Do I get him one of those for his birthday? Say, you know, do I get JT Daniels going? Hey, Mike Dennis. Happy birthday from JT Daniels. Now, I'm not going to call out a player, but I did see a player's 
you know, cam- there's cameo and there's something else called June. I can't remember the actual name of it. Um, but they do the videos and those things. And one of them, it was really like six seconds worth of, um, of, of, you know, Hey, happy birthday to whatever. But like, I've seen others like, you know, Josh Brooks, the George athletic director, he got a birthday shout out from the dude from the office, you know, uh, on was cameo. It? And that was like a minute. Now, was it, uh, was it the big guy from the yeah, office? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian yeah, something's his yeah, name. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't remember his name on the yeah, show. Yeah, but my uh, point is that, like, if you're paying, you know, even 50 bucks, like, I want more than six or seven seconds. Yeah. Give, you, you need to give me 45 seconds. And, you, I mean, I presume, and I haven't done this cameo thing before, but I presume you could, like, write up a script for them to say, or maybe they just do it themselves. But I'm sure it's got to be within a, uh, a reasonable... Yeah, but six seconds is not reasonable yeah, for to me. for 50 bucks. I know. Let me ask you this since you're big into By the way, that. Mike Leach is also on Cameo, so... Um, <laughs> I bet those are fun. <laughs> um, since you're all over this name, image, likeness, um, can, do, can players have agents, like pro agents? Yeah, I mean, well, they are... I wonder if there's a line there with that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys... Look, the uh, agent for Kyrus Jackson and James Cook, now I say agent, I mean, he's their marketing guy. That's what I'm... Yeah. Uh, he also works with Dalvin Cook. So, I mean, clearly they hope to establish relations. And Dan Everett obviously has NFL yeah. clients. They hope to establish relationships with these players in college. And then when they get to the NFL, keep it going. So um, now, I, you know, Dan Everett, I, I don't think, is doing contracts. I think he's just doing the marketing realm. So that you have a different agent for, for that in terms of negotiating, you know, financial terms and, and, and that kind of thing. I guess you can see where the NCAA had that line, that fine line. I mean, I'm not I'm not against players getting paid and all, but... NCAA lost in the Supreme Court, and they lost nine well, nothing say, but, in the yeah. Austin case, which is not yeah. about NIL, but right. um, things are, are not heading in their direction. Well, I know, but I guess what I'm saying is, uh, I, don't get me wrong, I think players should get paid for the massive amounts of money that are made, but you can see where things can get murky and, and where it'd be tough to regulate anything right. as far as recruiting goes. So. Yeah, but I don't know if you know this, but... You know, I'm pretty sure that players are getting some money under the table anyway. <laughs> you don't say. Um, so. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's take a break. When we come back, there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, you got a, a former five-star that has transferred out of Georgia. Um, we can talk about where he's going. Uh, Ryan, what else we got? Uh, there's been a new softball head coach hired since uh, since uh, we yeah. last podcast. And, uh, hey, one of the most prominent former Georgia athletes who's now in the broadcast realm. She uh, has been in the news and might be in the news again for uh, maybe making a big move. We'll talk about it when we get back. All right, Ryan, we know that Mike Bobo uh, is in uh, Auburn, Alabama. I, Will Friend's there too, I think, right? Didn't he jump from South Carolina to Auburn? Yeah, it seemed like... Uh, when well, no, he jumped from Tennessee to South Carolina to Auburn. Yeah, and you know he, that, he was with Shane Beamer's group, staff that, for like that little group of Georgia coaches yeah. always seem to end up at the same place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Mike Bobo will have a new wide receiver on his offense at Auburn by the name of Demetrius Robertson. Many people call him D Rob. Um, they, they, yeah, they do. What, what do you make of him? I mean, uh, this is the the uh, the SEC now allows. Uh, Interconference transfers uh, or intraconference, I guess it is, uh, without having to sit out. You don't have to sit out anymore. You right. got the one-time transfer exception. Robertson, though, is a two-time transfer guy. Not within the league, though. Right. Uh, he's he's transferred twice. Um, you know, 
I guess it's kind of, uh, it doesn't bother me when, I, mean, I guess some people get upset, like, oh, he's going to play against Georgia. I mean, Georgia played against Cape Mays, and guess what? They, they won pretty handily. Hey, um, that that they did. Let's not uh, forget about basketball side that... Uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see severe. Yeah, I'm looking Sunday forward to the, I'm looking forward to the basketball schedule release because you're gonna you're gonna have severe Wheeler. Uh, you're gonna have uh, Ty Fagan coming yeah, out of Ole Miss. Hey, right, speaking <laughs> of basketball, and we'll get back to what I was just talking about. With well, give me your comment about D Rob. Then I want to transition well, to a Tom Crean basketball. I thing. mean, I don't think there's anything to say about D Rob. He saw the writing on the wall yeah. at Georgia. I yeah. think with uh, you know where where he stood and right. how the last three years is that how long he's been here yeah. haven't been you know so one last shot was yeah. his sixth year right. Look, I, I mean, I'm not saying he. He did score, you know, a good touchdown in the end of the G Day game, but you know, I yeah. mean, he was uh, he's been a very. Um, you mean you bring in Eric Gilbert and you say he's playing wide receiver? I mean, that doesn't mm-hmm. that probably doesn't sit well with him, right? Jermaine Burton should be. Uh, I mean, hopefully Don Blaylock right, right. this year. I mean, Marcus Roseme, Jack it was, Saint. It was odd that you know it was the first game that he played for Georgia. He took that end around like seventy five yards, and everybody was thinking, man, this is. This is the the speed they've been needing, the guy they want, and it's kind of you know yeah ever since. All right, so uh, getting back to the basketball com- uh, yeah. comment I was making, Tom Crean I guess tweeted out uh, <laughs> co- commented about Little Caesars I guess is doing a plant based pepperoni, uh, and and Tom Crean which I did not know is a huge Little Caesars guy. He loves the pepperoni I guess, um, but he uh, he basically said hey don't get rid of the regular pepperoni. It's fine if you're doing the, the plant-based one. And they commented. Now, I mean, I'm fine. I had a veggie sausage for, for breakfast this morning, so I guess that's kind of plant-based, right? You know, uh, Emily... Or was uh, that, I guess that's not... That's I don't even know. Emily got <laughs> uh, some faux ground beef or whatever. Right, have you had the... And it was actually much better than I thought it would be. Wait, okay, so there's like there's several different brands of uh, non-meat meat. Mm-hmm. Have you have you partaken in that stuff? Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, we, we put... Uh, well, what's, in it, what's the brand that you've been using? I can't remember. Okay. I, it, it seems All like right. it's like the Simply Organic brand oh. or something like that. Well, my point... You know what? Um, I think there's like mixed messaging about like whether it's even more healthy for you. Like it might actually be more... Well, if that's the case, let's stick to the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of like calorie or fat content, I don't even know. But yeah. I mean, yeah, probably... Uh, well... Anyway, uh, <laughs> we ain't got off topic. It's, here. I mean, look, uh, <laughs> how does it sit with you that, that I mean, uh, Crean's busy. He's been on the road recruiting a lot. Well, here, um, here's the deal. I got that. I first got that text from a buddy of mine who's a season ticket holder for Georgia basketball. Yeah. And he goes, this dude makes $3 million a year and he's worried about a $5 <laughs> hot and ready pizza. Right. Like he could be going to any big time pizza joint and getting a solid pizza. Hey, he's worried uh, about plant-based pepperoni. Go ahead and Google. I, I wrote a story about Brendan Douglas, the former Georgia fullback. This was back in, I don't know, last, uh, was last season or off season. I can't remember. I remember that. Yep. Uh, he owns a little Caesars, uh, spot here in Athens uh, down on Baxter I guess it is you know a lot of uh, former Georgia players uh, somebody's popping up something where the old Anoko was uh, what is that it's supposed to be a maybe a breakfast joint or something like that I can't remember who the who the player was but you're talking about the former Oklahoma player oh is that who it was Ryan okay. Hibble oh that's right yeah. The Georgia connection, though, with his... Uh, I don't think it's a breakfast spot, is it? I can't remember. Yeah. I just know it blew up for us the other day, uh, metric-wise, and I couldn't figure out why. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I did have, you know, during my vacation, we were uh, around the Chicago area, and I did have a you know, deep-dish uh, pizza, which is is not like Little Caesars, a little bit different. <laughs> See, that's what that's what Crean should be complaining about or, or talking about. It's good pizza, not Little Caesars. Yeah. No offense, Brendan. <laughs> No offense to who? Oh, to Brent Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Um, 
so hey, you know what? We should have mentioned this earlier, and, and it just dawned on me again. Um, you know, Mark Rick, the former Georgia coach, announced, I guess, when I was away as well, uh, that he has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Um, and, um, you know, I know he's still uh, very active. Um, he was at uh, David Pollock's golf tournament, I believe, uh, which was, you know, a week or so ago. And he's done, um, I think he was at like a Southern Baptist convention in Nashville, um, speaking with Bobby Bowden, I saw on, on social media, his former coach. Uh, he does a lot of church appearances um, and various speaking engagements and obviously still an ACC network um, analyst. But uh, obviously, we wish him uh, the, the best, and um, you know, I, I, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a bad thing, but you know, a lot of comments on our Facebook were you know, almost seeming like it, it's the end right now, you know. But this is, I think, a, a, a thing that you know you can live with for a, for a good long time. And um, I had lunch with uh, Lauren Smith the other day. Name drop that real fast, and uh, he was talking. Where, about, where'd you guys go? Uh, Athens Country Club, believe it or not. All right. Uh, he put it on, you know, the uh, Lauren Smith account. Uh, but anyway, he was telling me his dad lived with it for until the mid nineties, maybe. So you know, it's one of those things that it's it's not the end. I'm sure there's, uh, you know, with the advancements in medicine and whatnot, there's there's things that can even keep it down for even longer. So I think uh, Mark's still got a good long life ahead of him. So. Mark is back in Athens, uh, you know, and I don't know if that's part of the reason why he decided to, to move closer to his family, to, to spend quality time with them, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, at this stage of his life, but also uh, has a home in, in the Destin area. Um, and uh, so, you know, just wanted to mention that. And, and uh, uh, I know he was at a uh, Georgia graduation um at Sanford Stadium, I believe, for one of his former players, uh, I believe in May. So he's around a lot more and, uh, you know, probably will. It wouldn't surprise me if we see him. Um, I guess it would be hard to get him to a Georgia game, given that he's probably going to be up in studio in uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, certainly beloved uh, still by the, the Georgia fan base. Uh, speaking of other sports, and I guess football is included in that, uh, Georgia was number 10 in the Director's Cup that came out, I think, around July 2nd, which uh, was better than, uh, you know, 24 fourth last year step up from the 20s wherever they were last Mm -hmm. year so um you think about like softball made a run to the the women's college world series uh tennis both programs made it to the quarterfinals track and field with a track and field had had good showings Mm -hmm. again uh under petros before he uh departed and then carol smith gilbert came on now from uh southern cal and uh you know so that's uh, what if it had been better if baseball would have gotten into the tournament and sure of LAC? i mean like would it would, would they have jumped a spot or two yeah i, I mean I, I would think so i don't know wow. i didn't i didn't study that closely yeah, to know who yeah. you know but speaking of baseball they they didn't uh have that much damage in the draft comparably they, they lost uh two guys drafted um and jonathan cannon uh did not you know, find a spot that, you know, suited him. So he told teams basically, I, I presume not to draft him uh, at, at a certain time. And he's coming back. He said on, on Twitter, um, might've been a certain price. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I communicated yeah. with, uh, with Scott Strickland about that. And he, he basically said that, um, you know, we, uh, they didn't know which way it would go. And, and obviously, uh, he said he'd be the anchor of the, uh, the pitching staff. So, um, and, and then their signees, uh, the highest-rated uh, guys, also didn't uh, go. So, um, you know, good for Georgia baseball. Um, let's talk about the Maria Taylor thing. Um, she's doing the NBA Finals. This is the former Georgia basketball and volleyball 
player and kind of uh, you know a face of the uh, the university almost. I mean, she she spoke at graduation this year. Yeah, as uh, the commencement speaker, right? And um, yeah, she did. Yeah. She's all over ESPN, including uh, at the NBA Finals this week. She's still on college game day. Uh, yeah, she or, has a role. Or, she has a role on 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 the sidelines uh, for for ESPN, and then has a, a game day role. I, I guess it was kind of not constant last year, maybe based on uh, you know they have reduced staff due to COVID and that kind of stuff. But um, anyway, she uh, was part of this this controversial news story with with Rachel Nichols, who uh, uh, you know lost uh, some of her. Um, you know, responsibilities with the NBA coverage when, when they gave Maria a little bit more of that slice and um, was recorded saying something that, uh, you know, that, that maybe this move was made because ESPN had a terrible record on, on diversity. Um, so that's been in the news. And then now it, it seems that with her contract winding down that there's been reports in the last uh, 30, uh, 24 hours that she could be moving on to NBC and having a role with Notre Dame football, maybe even oh, okay. the Olympics, maybe even... You know, you might see her on the Today Show on occasion, um, and certainly there's that what football Sunday night deal that they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, Sunday night football is I think is their biggest mm-hmm. their biggest thing. It, is that is that all stemming from what happened, or has this been in the works for a while? Do we? Even I, mean, know? I mean, the recording deal with Rachel Nichols was like a year ago, okay. so you imagine it had been uh, all this had been kind of uh, you know brewing in the in the background without it being public knowledge for a good while. And uh, with her contract winding down, the reports was that she wanted money that was in the uh, uh, who's the guy that, that does the uh, uh, the commentating on that uh, five o'clock show. I don't watch. Is it around the clock? Uh, around the horn? Is or it used Kornheiser to be? No, 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 no. Um, so around the horn is a uh, Tony reality. The NBA guy. Uh, Wilbon, right? No. Well, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he opened his big mouth the other day about yeah. Shohei. Yeah. Anyway, so you know. Wherever uh, Maria Taylor is, she's going to remain kind of a, a, a huge Georgia alum. That uh, isn't shy about representing Georgia no, either. No, not at not all. Long, not yeah. at all. So, and I, I believe she at one point had like a locker in the new uh, locker oh, right, right, at, right. Uh, over there at Sanford. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that storyline plays out. Ryan, what else you got? You got an update from the uh, British Open here? Uh, yeah, I mean, Harmon's still sitting in third, uh, so that's uh, that's good for former uh, Georgia Techie, Stuart Sink, a one-time winner of the uh, – in fact, he beat uh, Tom Watson in that heartbreaking uh, 2009 uh, uh, British Open. But anyway, yeah, Harmon uh, tied for third. You know, still a long ways to go uh, as, uh, you know, we listen. Hey, Chris Kirk up to 12th now. I guess the, uh, the line has fallen just uh, slightly. All right. I don't know if we're going to get back next week. Um, I'm going to be out of town for media days. Uh, maybe Ryan will call me and we'll do a podcast. I don't know. That uh, might be good. Maybe. Ryan's kind of looking. He's not sure. Uh, we'll play by ear. How about we play by ear? Yeah. yeah we'll we'll right. see what happens. In any event, we'll recap it next time we do get with you. And then uh, before we know it, I haven't heard the exact date yet, but Georgia football will be uh, cranking up practice uh, very soon. So, uh, you know, probably around August 1, it usually is. Everyone have a great weekend and uh, enjoy the British Open if that's your uh, cup of tea. Cup get of it? Tea get it? There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. See you, everyone. Bye.